This is a parental guidance moment. Welcome back to the Sunday service, the most original comedy podcast in Newcastle, dude. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here with my homeboy. And guys, we're not filming, but fuck, I wish we were filming this episode because Taylor's rocked up wearing the exact same hoodie as me. And uh, we were just having a good laugh because, bruh, how good is it just buying some shit cheap Kmart slash Big Dub hood? Oh, dude, fat minds think alike. Dude. Oh, we dude. have absolutely nailed it with our dress choice. You go into the fucking K-Mizzle, dude, and you just see, like, fucking, what are they, like, $12 hoodies. Oh, plain hoodies, dude. I'm a big plain t-shirt and hoodie fucking guy. What was that? Sorry, mate. <laughs> I just tried to fucking <laughs> turn the sound back up, and then the song was like, hey, dude, I'm not done yet. Ah, that's right, man. Yeah, but I'm, I'm a big, like, plain hoodie, plain shirt guy. So when I fucking go into fucking Kmart or Big W, and I see they're doing, like, a clearance of just, like, plain black hoodies or something like that dude and they're like 10 bucks i'll fuck i'll get four of the cunts absolutely dude because like when you're younger you really want like a brand like remember when you're in high school you're like dude i want some surf brand type shit i want vans mom i need a vulcan hoodie yeah dude like uh, you can't have kids thinking i'm a peasant cunt yeah at a private school because i'm gonna get bullied dude so i and but then as the older you get you're kind of like nah dude plain clothes is just kind of sometimes where it's at yeah Um, of course 100% 100% dude I hate any type of like Big writing Or like slogan Or like Even a design Like yeah. I, I want like A little design Like on the On the heart Like the little chest piece Yeah Like right on the left Or something And that's it dude I don't want anything Other than that really Yeah I have had some Loud hoodies in my time I used to have an odd future one That just had pink donuts All over it mm. And the amount of people That came up to me They're like bro I love your Simpsons hoodie I'm like it's a fucking Odd future hoodie cunt Like it's a complete <laughs> Different thing, but they see a pink donut and they're just like, this yeah, checks out. You do. You think The Simpsons. But, dude, you know what we need to do every week, bro? <laughs> you know what we need to do, bro? Bad man ting, big man ting. We're having a Firefly Amber Ale by the Coastal Brewing Company. This is a 1.5 standard beverage, 5.2%. Guaranteed to put some lead in your pencil and make sure you got someone to write to, as we always say. Taylor, I was very nervous when I bought this because I love an Amber Ale. Mm. And when you were like, dude, I just don't feel like a pale ale this week. Just get me something different. I don't feel like a pale ale any day. (laughs) I fucking hate pale ales. So we do have an Australian pale ale that's waiting in the wings. But when I bought, I buy these beers collectively as a group. And I saw this and I was like, it's something a little bit different. But I think this might be just too much. Like, dude, I tell you what you're about to get. What? You're about to get Lena the plug, dude. This is a BBC. (laughs) (laughs) This is a big black. I'm about to get Jason Loved. You're about to get Jason Loved, I think. But I will cheers you anyway, sir. And look, hey, maybe I'm pumping it up too much. We don't know. Let's just fucking see. Let's see how we go. I think it's delicious. 
I'm a big fan. The Coastal Bruin Co. What do you think? What's your initial thoughts? Mate, Steve? I'm not going to lie. I thought I was going to dislike that a lot more than I do. Yeah. I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. Kind of tell you what this reminds it me of, dude. It smelt like it was going to taste more bitter than it does. Yeah. It, it, it tell you what it reminds me of, dude. It reminds me of snuggling a lover in the wintertime with the fireplace on, dude. Is that what it... That's the feels that I get right now, dude. I feel like, you know... You know the scene, dude? Yeah. Fire, indoor fire fucking place. You've got a little blanket there. You're snuggling up with your shouty. You're watching a movie, dude. Yeah. You might get a hand job under a blanket. Oh, dude, how... Sick. <laughs> dude, dude, how fucking sick was like someone hosting like a big like joint sleepover or something and there's gonna be like girls there oh, and you would like go there and you and the boys you would like couple off with the hose. You and the boys would just couple off with these fucking young sluts, dude. And then you would just be rugged up under a fucking blankie dude and you'd all be fucking watching Fucking who knows, cunt. Well, some <laughs> you'd be watching Love Actually whilst getting a fucking hand job. Yeah, dude, watching like fucking Lord of the Rings or some bullshit that someone's just tried to put on like a three and a half hour long movie just to, to maximize just, to, the hand job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to maximize the amount of time that you might be able to finger someone, dude, and, and then just getting your fucking little dick touch, dude, in the room <laughs> with your boys, dude. You hear one, you on on your left, you hear some one of your boys's fingers. Until you hear a little, and then on the on, on the other side, you make eye contact with your boy who's just looking at you, laughing, and the other and the chicks just fucking giving him the old wristy, dude. That's fucking that's hilarious. So and when you're sick, a young dude. man as well, you can bust nuts quick and then bounce straight back into the game not long after. Oh, dude. So if you're watching a three and a half an hour movie, you've got fifteen nuts in. There. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, you you're good for four nuts. <laughs> you're good for four. You're good for. Hopping off four different times, dude. Oh, dude. You're like an AK-47 just spraying. You're a fucking M16 and you're 16 and you're spraying, dude. That's so sick, dude. I wish nothing but for my son to experience things like that. And I wish nothing for my daughters to never. Yeah, you never want that. And just just out of curiosity, though, when you said your son, are you yeah. referring to Josh Bluey Nelson or to Gabe Thomas? Which son are you referring to? Um, I think, honestly, dude, I think Gabe is my son. Okay, I think Gabe's. I think Gabe is more my son. I think if I like, if either of them were my sons, I think they're both technically my sons. But yeah. like, I I love that they're my sons. You know, you well, know what yeah, I mean? Like, they're what great sons, dude. Sons. I can't pick a favorite child. Yeah, what great sons? You've got one that's like a fiery redhead that loves to fucking sink pierce and be a scoundrel, and then you've got one that's cool but is a little bit artsy, and you're like, couldn't be prouder of my boys. And you guys might be wondering, what the fuck are these two lunatics talking about? Well, well guys, the thing, dude. Every man just wants to grow up to be like his dad if he's got a good dad. Oh, if he's got a fucking, if he's got a good dad, that's all you can fucking, that's all you can hope for in this cold world is to have a good dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to just have a good dad that you look up to and you see the things that he does or the podcasts that he produces and you just want to emulate that because you also want to be a good man or a good podcaster. Yeah, dude. You're looking at, you're looking at guys that are setting the example and that are raising the bar for the Newcastle comedy podcast scene. And you're yeah. like, what can I do, dude? Maybe I could just copy everything that they do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dude? And like... <laughs> 
At first, dude, I was a little dude, bit imitation like, is the highest form of flattery. And, dude, I'm flattered as fuck. I'm flattered as fuck. The, the boys got me fucking chuckling, dude. I'm flattered as hell, dude. So, uh, as we mentioned previously on the podcast, our, um, our mates Josh Bluey Nelson and Gabe uh, Thomas have started a podcast called The Daily Blue Weekly. Now, during the week, they had a call out to their listeners and just said, hey, guys, we're thinking about changing the name of our classifieds line where you can leave voicemails. We're thinking about changing it to the Daily Blue Dial-In. Mm. Now, Where have I heard that before? Oh, dude, I look, I've, I'm struggling to think of it. I definitely know I've heard it somewhere. Yeah, dude, like maybe the – oh, dude, it's the Disciple Dial-In. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah, dude. Like, because you know how we've done like 58 episodes and they're up to episode four and they're like, what are our dads doing, dude? Yeah, that's right. What are our dads doing? And in true father-son relationship fashion, the dads are so much further behind technologically. Yeah, dude. So like, uh, is their podcast actually filmed and put online? Yeah. Do they have a fucking hell of a lot more listeners because of it? Yeah, dude. But guess what? We got fucking dad strength, dude. Dude, dad strength. We have dad strength because when you put our fucking podcast on, you go, ooh, that's strong. That's strong. That's a strong fucking You feel like podcast. your testosterone No frills, rising. fucking none of these fucking hoo-ha. It's just fucking straight into it, mate. So I called the line, Taylor, and this is what I left uh, Josh Bluey Nelson. Gabe, it is Bradley Bishop calling from the Sunday Service Podcast. Now, Bluey, I know that you've made a name for yourself by ripping off these big corporate dogs such as a Batuta Advocate, but I didn't think that you'd stoop to the level to steal from your mates and name this segment the Daily Blue Dial-In when you know damn well that the Disciple Dial-In has already been taken. That name's been in circulation for a very long time. You dogged the podcast a few weeks ago. I think it all starts to make sense now. I think you boys better bring over a case of the Steel City Lager and we need to get to the bottom of this before you uh, start hearing from some lawyers, boys. So get around it, bring some bevies, and let's fucking go, cunts. Much love. So that was that was what I've sent over to the boys now. Friendly but stern. Friendly but stern, like because that's what dads do, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah, We see yeah. our sons out there making errors and you're like, dude, mm. you're fucking up, but I still love you, you know what I mean? Oh, mate, I love them. And the thing I is, I do love them. They're my sons. The thing is, as well, like both of these boys are on the disciple football team as well. Yeah, they so are. they can't play the ignorant game. Like Bluey's been on the podcast before. Mm. The funny thing is, they're thinking about having another segment called the Daily Blue Brew Review. Now, now call me crazy, but fuck, boys, do you want me to send over the VB theme song and you can use that as well, cunts? Because listen up, Taylor, when. I heard that Josh Bluey Nelson was affiliated with Steel City. I think that Josh was thinking a different kind of steel. I think he was like thinking like things I can thieve for myself. Yeah. And uh look, Well, he is the Steel City superstar. Yeah, the Steel We and can't forget. We can't forget it, dude. And he has been he's been stealing. I heard I've heard rumors unconfirmed that apparently Gabe Thomas likes to steal jerky as well. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From service now, And I'm the last person to be fucking talking to anyone about fucking stealing, all right? So I understand. Well, he's it. your son, dude. Yeah, well, we know where he gets yeah, it like from. Like father, like son, dude. He's a little klepto like I am, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Next thing you know, Gabe's going to be out there fucking stealing V-necks from Cotton On. Yeah, dude. It's a fucking, it's a bad path. Gabo, it's a bad path that you're fucking going down, mate. Pull your fucking head in. Pull your head in, young man. But aside from that, 
in conclusion, we love the boys, dude. We love to see our sons out there trying to make a name for themselves. Yeah. So the disciples that listen to this, go and uh, go and let them know what you think. You can uh, leave Josh Bluey Nelson, aka the Daily Blue, a voicemail just on Instagram. Just send him a recording. Let him know that you support the podcast and that you love the fact that he's our son. Yeah. <laughs> if we can get as many disciples sending in voicemails to the Daily Blue Weekly, calling them our sons, dude, <laughs> I'm going to be so fucking happy. <laughs> Some of our boys are pretty lazy with, with leaving voicemails, I might add. But anyway, boys, much love. Um, yeah, like no, said, who gives a fuck, bro? I love them. Yeah. It is what it is. And dude, dude. let's let's be completely honest. Why don't we just start fucking filming ourselves eating with our fucking mouth open oh, for dude. fucking two and a half minutes in our fucking car? And then let's just start playing that on the pod. Yeah, dude. Some chews. You want to do yeah. some chews, dude? We, we, <laughs> we should literally just do the Sunday service chews. Yeah, the communion chews. The communion <laughs> chews, dude. I like that. Well, um, yeah, dude, like, to be honest, having a hotline call in is not a very original idea. Plenty of, <laughs> yeah. plenty of podcasts have done it, so. Um, but uh, my dad, yeah. my dad, a.k.a. Uh, great-granddad to to Bluey and to Gabe, once told me that if uh, if someone gets within arm's distance and they're, they're trying to start shit, if you're going to swing, swing hard and yeah. hit first, so... I was thinking to myself, Taylor, I was like, maybe we need to say, instead of what's been going on this week, maybe we need to have our own little segment of what's going on. And maybe we could just call it something like, I don't know, dude, the Sunday Chronicles. Putting the chronic and chronicles over here, dude. That's I'm not gonna lie, doing. that goes fucking hard, dude. Someone needs to make that a, goes hard. Someone needs to make a club remix of that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bass hunter, couple of flippers on a Sunday, and you just fucking listening to. Yeah, that's a fucking actually a sick jingle, dude. Dude, fucking mad jingle. That's fucking sick as fuck, dude. So, dude, to get into some news that's that's caught your eye this week, yes. Well, the fucking mate, the Commonwealth Games are cancelled. Oh, dude, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Dude, the Beta Olympics is cancelled. If you actually get excited about the Commonwealth Games, dude, jump off the Commonwealth Bridge, you fucking Muppet cunts, dude. dude. The Commonwealth, who gives a fuck? Canada and fucking Australia and every other cunt that hasn't been fucking man enough like America to be like, hey, dude, fuck the United Kingdom, fuck England, fuck all these fucking weird fucking incest cunts that are trying to make a beta version of the Olympic Games. Who cares, dude? It's crazy to put on, like, a big athletic event and then kind of just, like, exclude the world's best blacks. Yeah, dude. Just get them out of here. It's dude. the only way that England and Australia can win a 100-fucking-metre sprint medal mm. because they're just, like, they've just racially bypassed by being like, no, it's part of the Commonwealth. Yeah, bro, it's so fucking gay. You know what's funny, too, is that, like, when I found out that the Commonwealth Games got cancelled, that was... Also, when I found out that there was going to be a Commonwealth Games in Victoria, I had, I didn't have any idea. Was it Victoria or Brisbane? 
Victoria. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, that's how much like, gonna be down to, it was going to be down in Melbourne, dude. I had no idea that we even had it. Oh, dude. And, like, I, I can't, like, beat this fucking dead horse enough of, like, my attitude is who gives a fuck. It's always sure, been dude. who gives a fuck. And, hey, dude, maybe let's just never have a Commonwealth Games ever again. Maybe let's just fucking leave the Commonwealth and fucking put our big boy pants on and be our own fucking country for a change. When are we going to man up and When are that? we going to fucking get off mummy's tit yeah. and just fucking stand on our own two feet and say, hey, King Charles, yes. fucking suck me off, cunt. Suck me off at the next station, King Charles, you damn dog. You fucking dumb dog, mate. Australia's been fucking way better than England and the UK and shit for ages now. Why are we still hanging on to them? If anything, they should be in our fucking Commonwealth. They're riding our coattails, dude. They should be under our fucking monarchy. Ask any country, who would you rather hang out with, Englishmen or fucking Aussies? Yeah, come on. It's not even a contest, dude. It's, it's not. It's not, bruh. Um, it's you, fucking I, not, cunt. I'll tell you what I saw during the week. What did you see? And when I first read this article, it just kind of warmed my heart a little bit because there was an Australian man who was floating out at sea lost for three months with nothing but his good old doggo friend. Yeah, To dude. keep these doggo company. Imagine, like, the emotional support you get from having your, your, your fucking dog there with you. Yeah. And they survived, bro. Of raw fish, yeah, and fucking rainwater, yeah, dude. That's that is sick. That is sick. That is fucking sick as fuck, dude. I don't. I honestly, if I'm, I'm gonna be real, dude, I probably would have eaten the dog, dude. I, I would have eaten the dog. I How long were they out there? Three months. Three months. That dog would. That dog would have been eaten in 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 four and a half days. I I would not have. I would not have eaten if this was me and Russ the Red Dog, executive producer of the podcast. And me and him are both out there, and and he was to die. It'd be like me and him are doing a group suicide. I wouldn't eat my dog. I don't. You wouldn't eat your dog. No fucking. What have I got to live for? Can't I'm a fat fucking loser, dude. This fucking podcast. It becomes yours, dude. How are we going to raise our sons? I'm not going to be a single father, dude. (laughs) The hell? (laughs) Well, dude, here's the thing, right? So initially, like I said, this is a heartwarming story. Yeah, it is. A man and his best friend survive against all odds for three months. Fucking castaway. Get exactly some real Tom Hanks shit. They get found by I think the Mexican Coast Guard. They bring him back. The guy's surprisingly in good spirits. Obviously, he's hung out with his dog for three months, dude. No phone calls from the missus. No fucking annoying group chats going off like a Jewish foreskin at all hours of the day. Yeah, no. He has just been chilling with his dog and Mother Nature. So he gets to fucking Mexico, dude. And they're like, hey, man, we're going to chuck you on a flight back. And he's like, cool. What about my dog? And they're like, can't take your dog. And he goes, ah. Anyway, fuck it. Just leave it here. Bro, when I heard that, I was like, what? fuck this dog cunt, man. What do you I, mean? I wish you died out sea, bro. What do you mean he, they can't take it? He can't take it. He just left it there. But why wouldn't they let him take his dog? I, I don't know. I think because he's flying like commercial or some shit. They're like, dude, but there's no room for your dog. Like, this is Mexico, let's not forget. What the fuck, dude? So he's like, let him just be a stray with all the other stray dogs here. That would, dude, this was... This was so close to being like my Sunday roast for the week when yeah, I found I that imagine. out. Dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I found out, because I'll tell you this, Taylor, I'm an emotionally unavailable young man. Mm. And sometimes, dude, like the other day, bro, I was watching Instagram, doom scrolling as you do, 
And I find this golden retriever. His name's Rover, right? And I'm like, look at Rover. What a mad cunt hanging out. And then, like, the voiceover comes and it's just like, I found out my boy Rover has, like, really bad cancer and needs to get put down. Mm. But the day before we put him down, I sent a I sent out a letter to everyone on my block. If they'd like to say goodbye to Rover one last time, I'm going to be wheeling him around in a cart because he's too sick to move. Yeah. And, dude, the entire neighborhood came out, took this guy five hours to go around the block. Everyone came and said goodbye to Rover. And, dude, I'm just sitting there and, like, fucking, like, just holding back my tears. I'm like, oh, fucking, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. And he gets yeah, down, dude. Yeah, dude. He I gets know down, and the end of the video is just like, so I took him to the vet. I gave him one last hug, and I kissed him goodbye. He was my best friend that I ever had, and I was done, dude. I was done, and my missus comes in. She sees me crying. She's like, dude, what's happened? And I'm like, Rover died. Nothing. Shut up. You're a fucking bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> Just She's beating. like, who's nothing. You're gay. Fucking shut up. She's like, who's Rover? And I'm like, oh, fuck. a dog from Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> And she's just like, oh, okay, dog dude. on the internet. <laughs> that you've never met? And I go, no, I've never met him. And she's like, all right, dude, I've got a question. How the fuck is menopause going, you fucking low testosterone cunt? What the fuck? What happened to the man that I started dating? Look at you, you got tits like a pregnant dog, you fat cunt. And you're sitting over here crying over some fucking dog that you've never met. When I've been to funerals with you... And I've seen you watch loved ones get put in the ground and your eyes were drier than a nun's cunt. What the fuck is going on in your head, dude? I'm like, I don't know, dude. Dude, Rover's gone. I'm, I'm, what you just said right there, I'm in fucking in the exact same fucking boat, dude. I've had family members fucking die. I've had, sorry, dudes that I've grown up with fucking commit suicide. Not a fucking single fucking tear, dude. But I'll sometimes like look at my dog Nitro, who's like twelve, nearly thirteen now, and he's oh, getting no. old. And no, when, when he runs inside, he can't jump up. He has to like walk up the step. Like he can't get on the bed anymore. Like if he wants to get up on the bed with us, we would like pick him up. And I look at him sometimes, dude, and I think about like him passing on, dude. And I start to already, I already start tearing up, dude. And I'm like, oh my god, dude. Maybe I just, maybe death seems different. When the thing that's dying can talk. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Because if being able to talk leaves room for you to, them to just be a fucking dumbass. And my dog has never abused me. Never. You know what I mean? My dog's never called me a dumb fat cunt. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? My, yeah. my dog has never like said an opinion or a thought of theirs earnestly. And then it's, it's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard anyone say in my life. <laughs> And I've just had to sit there and go, mm, yeah. Yeah, dude. I've never had to do that. One time, dude, I uh, I was healing, right? Mm. And I was and I was having some beers and it was a long week and I was just trying to heal, dude. And my missus was away. And same thing, dude. I walked in and I just like looked at my dog. And then at one point, like just some voice was like, man, you should give him a hug. He's not going to be here one day. And then I was like, why would you say that, dude? Yeah. <laughs> why did you, why did the voice in my head ruin a perfectly good evening that I had planned out <laughs> of watching my galaxy lamp spin around on the walls mm. and I can just fucking zone out. And dude, I just sat there and like I was emotional and I was crying and I was just telling him how much I loved him. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what are you doing? And it, dude, it fucking, it stressed me out. And dude, the day that, God forbid, when that happens, 
Oh, bruh. It is fucked, bro. I'm taking a month off work. Dogs are, are like that, especially. It's like uh, like that Louis C.K. bit in one, in one of his specials where he's just like, getting a dog is like, really is like a crazy thing to do. Like you bring home a puppy and you're just like to your kids and you're just like, hey girls, look, it's fucking, it's us crying in seven years. <laughs> Dude. It's us being really upset in a number of years. This is what this thing is. Yeah, this dude. is, I'm personally guaranteeing by giving you a pet that you are going to cry. Yeah, dude. You are going to cry one time and it's going to be bad. Yeah. And I'm going to have to fucking tell you about death, dude. You're exactly right. And one time, dude, I was working for this guy. And have you ever had like the the realization of like, you don't like the job and you're like, oh, maybe I'll just find something else. But you're like lazy and not proactive about it. And then there's like the, there's the final nail in the coffin when you're like, fuck working for this guy. Fuck all this shit. I worked with yeah. this older lady and her doggo was like 17 years, uh, like 17 years old and it died. And she's just like, Hey, like I need to take the rest of the week off just because I'm emotionally distraught. This was like my last child. My kids are grown up. They're married. I've got grandkids, but like this was my last child. And yeah, he's just yeah. like, and he just goes, the rest of the week. My kids are grown up. They're out of the house. They're taking my podcast segments. <laughs> <laughs> this this dog is the only thing in my family that hasn't stolen a podcast segment of mine. Yeah, dude. Because it can't talk, dude. <laughs> <laughs> To go back to what <laughs> you were saying, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what? He was like, dude, no, so, bitch. So he goes, all right, I'll give you tomorrow off. So this happened on a Tuesday. He gives her the Wednesday off, but he's like, I need you here Thursday and Friday. And then he goes, it's just a dog. And I was like, anyone in favor for stabbing this guy in the neck like right now, just give me a look and I'm I'll, like, we can take this motherfucker out. We can all lie and just say he slipped on something and something sharp went into his jugular. Dude, those are people that I have a very, very significant distrust of. If pe- pe- People who are like, I that they don't like dogs, like they hate dogs, and people who like don't like kids and they hate kids. Those are the two types of people where I'm like, nah, like draw, put a line through their name. Fuck this kind. You can not want to have a dog. That's chill. You can not want to have kids. That's chill. But if you're one of those people that's like, no, I hate dogs or I hate kids. Uh, yeah. You're a fucking weird scumbag. Kids what are annoying cunts, but. You're one of those people. No, no, no. Well, here's the thing. I think kids are cool. but like, I've got very limited patience for them. You know what I mean? I'm sure if I ever have a kid, my whole thing will change. But like, mm. if I'm at a restaurant trying to enjoy a meal and there's some genuine white trash families there that are just like let the kids running around the fucking restaurant or the pub or whatever and they're just acting like pure scum little cunts, they just annoy me. The other day I saw something on the gram where a dad was playing baseball with his son, right? And he's throwing the ball to him. Kid misses. He throws the baseball again. Kid misses. Throws it again. He strikes out. So dad goes, hey, buddy, they're the rules. You struck out. And he's like, now it's my turn to be the batter. You've got to be the pitcher, teaching him how to play baseball. He walks up to the kid 
The kid hits his dad in the head with the baseball bat. The dad just grabs the bat and then, like, throws it in a moment of anger. Then he calms down and he's like, look, man, like, you can't hit anyone with the bat, blah, blah, blah. And he, like, the kid's crying. He's like, I'm sorry and everything's all good. And he, he calms the kid down. Bruh, if I hit my head, if I hit my dad in the head with a baseball bat because I struck out, my, I wouldn't be here, dude. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like that that guy is one of those fucking soft parenting pussies. He should have beat the fuck out of his kid, then deleted the video, dude. Yeah, fuck that. Your kid hits you with a baseball bat, you break his nose, cunt. Yeah, look, and I'm I'm fairly. What happened? Oh, the baseball hit him in the face. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't get out of the way of my fucking curveball coming yeah. ninety miles an hour straight down the fucking center, dude. Turns out he didn't have the fucking wherewithal, dude. Didn't have his fucking head in the game to just because I was just. Beaming fucking haters at this little yeah. cunt, and he wouldn't fucking move, dude. He wouldn't duck and weave, but it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, you take the hit and take your fucking base, mate. Teaching him the fucking game, just fucking teaching him how to be a man. Nah, dude, I fucking I love kids, man, and I I'm I'm not really like that. Like I don't really get annoyed by kids that much at all, even when they're being like crazy. Because I kind of I look at them and I just like remember being a young kid and like fucking around and having fun. And it, like, makes me happy to, like, see little kids, like, having fun and shit. And I'm also in the camp of, like, every single child is 100% their parents' fault. And if you've got a shitty little kid, hey, got some fucking news for you, bitch. Yeah. Got some fucking news for you. Yeah, you're a shit cunt parent. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, I obviously really want to have kids. And then I am not one of those people that wants to have kids, though, that is, like, gets weird about other people not wanting to have kids. You know, like, parents do that. Like, people who want to have kids or, like, have kids get, like, fucking real weird about, like, people who are like, nah, I don't want to have kids. I don't, like, want to fucking do that shit. They get, like, really fucking weird about it. Like, I'm one of the, I definitely am, like, if you don't want to have kids, don't fucking have them, bro. Don't be a parent that is, like, I'm now in this thing and I didn't even fucking want it. Because those, those are the parents that create kids that are just don't let people have the rest of the week off because their fucking dog died. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Do you know what I fucking mean? I dude? know what you mean. You know mean. when you meet people and you're just like, how are you even like this? Yeah. No. How are you even fucking like this, dude? It's because their parents had kids and they weren't probably supposed to have them. They just thought that that was the thing that they got to do and they didn't raise their kids intentionally. People just raise their kids, like just raise little human beings and they don't even like have an intent of like how they're raising this person. And then this person is just unleashed upon the fucking world, dude. And we have to fucking deal with them, dude. And we have to fucking, you know, watch them turn up to fucking heaps of open mics and still be shit. Oh, dude, it's the worst. And look, I will say this. I am happy that my two sons are like 30 and fucking 25 because mm. they're at a good age where I can hang out with my sons. You yeah. know what I mean, dude? We are, we're very lucky that we've gone, we've gone past like all the bad, like, you know, the hard stages. And now we get to just enjoy life and spend time with our sons. That's it. I need another beer. We'll have a quick break and we'll be right back. And we are back. We're back. Oh, fuck. Ooh. i got to stop doing that so close to the microphone. That one was a boy that just fucking ejaculated everywhere, dude. That's all right, man. We're just fucking 
Call that a young. Sounds of the game, mate. We're call, mic'd up. We're fucking mic'd up. I call that one a young Taylor, dude. Just fucking spraying <laughs> without fucking any wherewithal, dude. Just fucking praying and spraying, dude. Fuck, that sounds like what I was fucking doing last night. Ooh, the stag and hunter. One of those gigs, man, that is a fucking hit or a miss. Yeah. The old stag. And um, more miss than hit. More miss than a hit. We were, which is a, a local bar here in Newcastle that hosts an open mic and it's got a great stage lighting and audio setup that is designed specifically for bands. Yeah, for sure. That's a music venue. Yeah. It, it would be sick to perform there if you're in a band. If you're in a band, for sure. Yeah, it would be fucking dope as fuck. But it's like a, it's kind of like an L shape and people are just like, you expect to do stand up in there and... I think it's too spread apart. The lights are too, like, on. And, like, p- there's just a real weird kind of disconnect where, like, the audience is there, but every time I've been there, it's like they've been held hostage. Yeah, they never... I never have felt like the audience is even a part of the show. Man. Yeah. It's like they happen to be in a room and then stand-up happen to come on and they're like, I'm still waiting for dinner to come. Yeah. I'll just fucking wait this one out. Yeah, I thought Open Mic was the name of, like, a new indie band that I was here to see. Mm. And then now there's just these fucking random <laughs> nobodies and Mike's trying to tell me fucking jokes on a Wednesday yeah. night. Mike's opened a new sexual experiences. That's why it's called Open Mic, dude. But <laughs> fuck, bro. So uh, Mitch Coin gets up there uh, from How To Not Comedy and Is uh, it how not to comedy? Fuck, who knows, dude? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I still don't even really know. No one knows, dude. Yeah, who gives a fuck? And uh, look, he was battling at the start and with a with he a was. bit of with a bit of MC work, and then he's just like, "All right, fuck the bits, let's get into crowd work," and then warmed him up. So he did well. Brings up Broden Shearer, who was the highest man on the planet dude yeah he was quite high he was so baked dude and it was so funny he was so high that i noticed he was high when i was high yeah dude he was so high that i was sober looking at him and i'm like how many bongs did you have before coming out mm-hmm. and then i just wigged him out by just keeping staring at him <laughs> he's like stop looking at me cut. <laughs> which is the funniest thing to do when you know someone's high just to fucking yeah, low yeah, key yeah. wig with them a little bit dude uh so he gets up there and we had a limited amount of comics, so it was like, hey, boys, free reign to do a little bit more minutes. And you can tell that he was just kind of like, fuck, I've been up here for too long. Like, I've done my material. Yeah. And now he's starting to have a panic. And saw him hit the threshold. Saw him hit the threshold, then the weed was kicking in, and it was all of a sudden like, this is too much, dude. I'm trying to now crowd work. I'm never crowd work kind of guy. Things are going bad. And then just pulled the pulled the emergency shoot. Yeah, pulled the pin. Went off stage. Then I had to get up. And, dude, I swear to fucking God, I've either been the MC or the Luba for the past, like, five months, dude. I swear, yeah. like, every gig, they're just like, we'll just put him up first. We'll just yeah. put, like, get him on there. Let him lube him up. It was because you do well. And the, the thing is... And is then well, everyone else is like, Brad does well at this, so you just, just do it. Yeah, That's, it. It's got to be like fucking when you're playing like junior footy and your coaches is fucking throwing the magnets around and he puts you in a position that you fucking hate. So you just be shit. You purposely be shit so that he never fucking puts you back there. Yeah. Mate, I fucking got put in the back. I got put 
is as like a back pocket like once in my fucking life dude in junior footy and i just and the guy who that i was playing on kicked like three goals and i was just running around not even looking at my man just running off halfback just fucking dylan buckley bro just fucking spraying him bro and then they were just like what are you doing cunt? And i was like what i'm playing football and they're like all right sick and then they fucking just never put never me put in the back again. line again dude so i had a bit of a complex last night because I wanted to try some new bits that I've been working on, very limitedly working on. Mm. And I was like, fuck, the stag goes one or two ways. If like the first act is not great and then the second act is not great, then everybody else just bombs. Mm -hmm. The hostages are held even more hostage and they just hate being in that situation. So I was like, fuck, man, I'm going to have to just do some old fucking material to try fucking lube it up and just hope that the rest of the fucking comics have some success in doing what they're trying to do. Squeeze one new joke in there. Threw an off-cuff reference about fucking someone getting BBC'd. Yeah. Which was... Made me laugh so fucking hard, cunt. <laughs> I was fucking howling over in the corner. I might have been one of the only people in the whole room that was laughing. You and Broden were hosing yourself that I just referenced someone getting BBC'd and then just like just got straight back on with other material because like people you, were like... You, you started talking about it and then just like didn't go on with it at all. I should Like you just mentioned that there was a guy called Adam 22 that got his wife got BBC'd and then you just moved on, dude. <laughs> yeah, because... And that was... Fucking hilarious, Because <laughs> the crowd was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, how it stemmed about was a guy was talking about, like, fucking his best mate. And, like, he, yeah. his best mate's missus, sorry. And uh, how his best mate's kids all have red hair, but his best mate doesn't have red hair at all. And the guy that supposedly fucked his missus has red hair. Yeah. So that's where the BBC and the cuck comment came from. And... uh Dude, then then you got up not long after myself, and uh, you and Broden both had some uh, some comedy meltdowns. Which I have not seen you have a comedy meltdown in a very long time. And I was like, "Oh, the kid's human." But like, you had the fucking the best part was it? It's like you're like, "Fuck, this is open mic. I get to try my new shit." And as we know, sometimes you fucking. Sometimes you throw shit at the wall and it fucking sticks and sometimes you don't make it to the wall. Yeah. And I was jealous because I was like, fuck, like he's bombing, but like he's trying some new shit and then some stuff's actually working and then just the meltdown just made me laugh. Well, that's so the thing, to- man, is that like I luckily there was that guy in the front row who you were just briefly talking about where he told Mitch, who was the MC, that like he was just going through a divorce. His wife had left him for another woman and it was the woman that him and his wife were having threesomes with, yeah. right? Which is fucking hilarious. So I got to go in there and do a little bit about that. I got to do some crowd work, got everyone laughing. And then I went straight into a new bit that I had been trying. Fucking bombed, cunt. Like, just fucking bo- I ate dicks on it. And it fucked me up a little bit because, like, literally the night before at the club, I did that. And it fucking crushed, bro. It did really, really well. So I was like, nice, dude. I'm up and about. I got a new bit. Oh, I'm fucking happy as Larry, dude. I'm going to come to the stag, dude. And I'm going to rip it. I'm going to rip it on these cunts. And they just looked at me like, this fucking sucks, dude. And then 
I just, it, something had been bottling up in me for a while, dude, and I needed to just fucking release it, dude. And I thought, <laughs> hey, there's no better time than right now. So I just went on a rip and tear. Guys, I told the audience that I every single day I deeply regret starting stand-up comedy. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I wish that I never fucking did this shit. And now I'm burdened with the knowledge of what it's like to do stand-up. And once you do stand-up and you do it well, it's like it's literally like heroin. You have to fucking keep doing it, man. Yeah. I have to keep doing this now because I know what it's like to do stand-up and do well and crush. And there's just nothing else like it, dude. And so I was I was told them that I fucking felt like Matthew McConaughey in Interstellar when he's fucking trying to communicate with his daughter yeah, behind the bookshelf. Yeah, you a reference from last week's pod. That's got me going, dude. I was pissing myself. That's where I, I know, because that just came in. I fucking used that. It's a fucking great reference. And that, here's the thing, dude. When I was, like, being serious and saying, like, this sucks, I want to fucking kill myself, I can't believe that I have to go to the fucking stag and talk to some fucking dumb cunts on a Wednesday and fucking talk to some cunt. I, I said that I want to kill myself because I'm now at a shitty bar on a, in the middle of the week Talking to some cunt, who, talking to some cunt whose dyke wife left him for another bitch. Yeah, fuck cunt. That got me so good. And that, and like, dude, I ended up doing well, but I wasn't even trying to do stand up. I was just having a fucking meltdown. Yeah, dude. I was losing my shit, but I, I needed to detox, dude. Yeah. I needed to get that out of my system. And when I got off stage, I was like, all right, that was unprofessional. That was no good. But people were laughing. Everyone had a fucking good time. I've got it out of my system and I'm, now I'm ready to attack the rest of my career that I'm fucking burdened, that I'm fucking, I've got the golden handcuffs onto the fucking dopamine yeah, that I get from fucking doing well, well. Well, we both have very addictive personalities and that's the thing. Like mm, we've, we've yes. had that fucking magic dragon and we're like, oh, I want that magic dragon every night, dude. All I want is magic dragon just yep. to fucking spray my face in his magical jizz. Yeah, absolutely. Every night, dude. The thing is that's, that's also funny. So there was probably, f like for, for you guys listening, there was probably four comics in like the first half and three of the comics just <laughs> mentioned wanting to kill themselves <laughs> after the set. <laughs> I was the only one that was like, I'm not going to go home and kill myself. <laughs> it was so fucking yeah. funny, dude. Well, that was like my last big laugh that I got off on. I was just like, all right, guys, I'm out of here. If you like anything that I've done, please follow me on Instagram or at least tell me now before i go out into the car park and fucking kill, kill myself. myself yeah and then everyone laughed and clapped me off and i was just like nice dude and then fucking broden said he was going to kill himself you said you're going to kill yourself and elliot said they were going to kill himself so i was just like boys way to set the tone for <laughs> yeah. the rest of the night <laughs> way to get the crowd engaged dude yeah. just have people going up there not doing well and then telling them all they're going to kill themselves yeah dude <laughs> Because we're so mentally unstable <laughs> that a group full of strangers not laughing or at our poorly written blackmailing jokes. the fucking yeah. audience. <laughs> our, our poorly written jokes didn't make you laugh. Now I'm going to kill myself and you'll have to live with this, dude. We honestly did the, if you break up with me, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, dude, that's what we, it That's was. what we did. Three dudes did it. Three dudes did to the collective girl, which is the audience, told the girl that if you break up with us, I'm going to fucking kill myself. And you know what they did? They, they just they, laughed. They still fucking dumped us. Dude. Yeah, they were just like, go ahead. You won't do it. You're soft. And They, they, they like, dumped Whoa. us. At least I got to have breakup sex. Yeah. At least you I got, got that, to have breakup sex. You got the last sex. little laugh and you got yeah. the breakup sex. It was fucked up, cunt. Fucking hilarious. Now, mate. Also, dude, 
because I'm doing because I'm because I'm pretty much an athlete. I'm doing all this PT, dude. I'm fucking jacked right now. I wouldn't say that, but like, I'm glad that you're feeling good, dude. I've got a pump cover on, but I am fucking jacked as fuck because I've been doing fucking these PT sessions, man. And you know what, dude? Today I did the fucking hardest one. I've ever done in my life, dude. Yeah, just don't bore us with every exercise that you did, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we don't There's need people another, out there that want to know what I do with my body. We dude. don't need 25 minutes of you talking about how hard nah, doing you, sit-ups You are. just didn't like being reminded of how little you're doing. But <laughs> yeah, dude, you actually made me start boxing again this week. Yeah, so that's I'm, awesome. Yeah, so I've been, uh, I've been trying to bring back the hot boy 2023. But, dude, what I wanted to talk to you about was... Um, Former escort recalls chilling date with Gilgo Beach suspect. So, have you heard about this, dude? No. There is uh, a guy that has been, like, accused of being, like, a modern-day serial killer. And this escort essentially was talking about how she went on a date with this dude and had had, like, she was a heroin addict when she was younger and had dealt with some traumas, so... To facilitate her addiction, what she would do is she would go on dates with guys from, like, what's the classified thing that they have? Craigslist. Craigslist, yeah. Thank you. So she would, like, hook, like, go on uh, Craigslist dates with dudes, sometimes sleep with them and all this kind of shit. And, you know, it started off kind of quite normal. And this dude was asking her, like, what are you into? Blah, blah, blah. And sometimes. I'm tipping. Every, Every time. time. <laughs> You're a fucking disgusting heroin junkie slut. Yeah, but I think she was. it was early days of heroin junkie, so she didn't quite look heroin junkie yet. She wasn't at, like, broomstick, straw hair type. She was, like, looked like she could be amateur porn star. Anyway, so she, like, tells him, like, I'm into this, blah, blah, blah. Don't mind some true crime podcasts. Like, I'm kind of fascinated by serial killers. Mm. Like, you know, standard white girl shit. Yeah. Rattles off a few of her favorite serial killers. Then this guy's just like, oh, what about the Gilgo Beach serial killer? Have you heard about him? And then just starts like detailing like all of these crimes that he's done. And uh, was basically just like, hey, so like, why don't you come back to my house after this and we can kind of complete the date? She's just like, yeah, nah, fucking not really vibing that at all. Doesn't think anything of it. Leaves the date. Obviously never talks to the dude again. Finds out that cunt's now been arrested and has, like, gone to the police and was like, yo, dude, I've got some fucking information that you guys know, need to know about this cunt. Holy was like, fuck. Yeah, was, like, talking about, like, how, like, he was detailing these murders, like, not from, like, a, yeah, and then apparently some blonde chick got murdered at the beach, like, some blonde chick who was probably, like, 34, double Ds, right? Real fucking, real piece of ass and, like... Was giving way too many details. Yeah. And, like, you know how they say, like, those fucking serial killers just, like, it's like a fucking, like, when a great white takes a bite and its eyeballs just get, and just, like, rolling. Yeah, into that, like, like soulless. And they get that glass. Yeah, they get that glassed over look. And he was just, like, detailing all these murders. And, yeah, so she's had to go to the cops and just uh, fucking say that to these cunts. Like, hey, bro, like, this guy's an absolute fucking lunatic. Anyway, so he's been arrested and now his wife has found out, like, all of this shit as well. Like, this guy's been going on dates with escorts. He's been fucking killing people. And she's left him as well. So this bloke's just in an absolute world of hurt. Hilarious, bro. Dude, so... What a fucking crazy cunt. 
Just do crimes that are harmless, like stealing clothes from Cotton On, dude. Yes, come on, dude. Speed every now and then, dude. Yeah, bro. Drive with a fucking chargeable offensive... <laughs> drive with a chargeable amount of fucking drugs in your car. Yeah, dude. Occasionally drink, drive a safe distance. Yeah. Commit some low-level crimes, dude. Buy, exactly, dude. Sell some Surrey Hill snow so you can go overseas on a holiday still, even avoiding drug charges because your parents are rich. Like, do some crimes like that, Exactly, dude. man. If you're going to do something bad, do it to a homeless person, dude. Bruh. We don't need them. You don't need someone with a family, someone who has a house. You, if you're going to commit a crime against a person, make sure that they don't have an address. If you're going to commit a crime against someone, make sure they've got a styrofoam cup and a piece of cardboard that has a sob story written on it that no one reads because no one will miss that person, dude. No, dude. They don't even look at them when they step over them on the street. Yeah, dude. They're not going to fucking care if How is someone them up in a little pieces. How's someone going to notice someone that's gone when they've been ignoring them for a long time? <laughs> when they've been gone. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And uh, shout out to uh, our favourite brewery in the world, Carlton United Breweries. And these fucking amber ales from the Coastal Brewing Co, dude. Firefly, these things are called, dude. I like them, guys. That means they're fucking good. Yeah, dude. If Taylor... If if Taylor's getting his dick hard about a few fucking amber ales, dude, get get excited. Go and get them, dude. Go and buy them. Dude, there was a lady that got fucking mauled by dingoes. Bro, I heard about this. Up on fucking Kagari. A.K.A. Fraser Island. A.K.A. Fraser Island. A.K.A. Middle class white trash heaven. Selfies could be to blame for risky dingo behavior at Queensland's iconic tourist destination. It has been claimed. So maybe what's happening? Well, I don't think of... This particular chick, she was just out on a run. She was just, like, going for a run and then just start, started getting circled by, like, a couple of dingoes. And she's gone, oh, look at these nice little doggies. Fucking going to pat them or whatever she was doing. And then she just got fucking mauled, cunt. Like, did some, like, real, like, extensive fucking damage to, um like, her arm. Her arm got, like, all real fucked up. And um apparently there was already, like, a previous incident um, that had been happening that was uh, filmed and it was like a full campsite. There was like heaps of heaps of people there and they're at the beach and they were, they were doing like beach shit and then there was just this chick, she was lying on her stomach on a towel in a bikini and this dingo comes up and starts like sniffing around her and shit and everyone's like filming her and all that type of stuff like that and then um, it just starts growling and so she like stops and doesn't move because there's a fucking dingo growling at her, dude. Dude. Nips her ass. Yeah, dude. Nips her on the bird. Did dude. I ever tell Nips you? Nips her on the fucking booty. Did I ever tell you? Now, uh, a lot of people think that Russ the Red Dog's quarter of unknown is dingo. Yeah. The amount of people that are like, dude, your dog is a fucking dingo is, is crazy. 
Funny story, when we first moved to God's Country here in Stockton, we went down to the dog beach and it was a nice quiet day. I'm down on the dog beach. There's a chick all the way up the other end of the beach and Red's just like chasing his ball, hanging out. Oh my God, he's just showed me the photo. <laughs> he's taking a mad chunk out of the ass. Yeah, dude. so that dog got put down dude. like a month ago. So they're fucking, they're going crazy, dude. They're going crazy. And I've got a theory about this that I'll get back to. One of their dingoes got fucking George Floyd, dude. And they're doing fucking the BLM <laughs> marches around fucking Kigari, dude. They're fucking peacefully protesting around Fraser Island, dude. <laughs> fucking DLM, dude. That's oh, what happened. Dude, holy fuck. <laughs> DLM. <laughs> Oh, start that trending hashtag, boys. Um, so, yeah, me and Red are just down by the beach, right? And what's come into fashion over the past few years, dude, especially in Australia, is every girl worth her salt has gotten a Euro bikini. Yeah. And so this chick's sunbaking up the other end of the beach. No no bra top on. Sick. Just a Euro bikini. Yep. Now, you've come over plenty of times. You know that Red's favorite way is to introduce himself is just to sniff your dick and sniff your crutch area and just see what's going on. Yeah. So I'm flinging the ball for him and all of a sudden he's realized there's somebody else up at the beach. I'm at like the other end of the beach and he's like started to get like a little curious trot on to see what this chick's doing. She's sunbaking in the exact same position, stomach on the sand, AirPods in, no bra, just Euro bikini, Legs not together, just fucking not heap yeah. spread, but just enough, right? So she can't hear Red Dog coming. He sneaks up, goes straight between her legs, and just puts his fucking nose straight in her clam, dude. Oh. And a wet dog nose to the clam when you're expecting. <laughs> so, like, she's like sprung up, like, what the fuck is this? All of a sudden, like, here's me, old fucking bug lugs, like, running down the beach to, like, apologize. She's then have to, like, cover up. And I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry that my dog just, like, fucking <laughs> got all up in your business. Uh, but my theory about these these dingoes, right, is because there has been that movement to, like, let's not hunt them. Let's let them fucking get their numbers back up because they're becoming endangered, right? Their food resources are completely out, right? You've yeah. got to imagine that they've hunted all the rabbits and everything that they can eat, and now all of a sudden they're smelling human food, they're smelling sausages at the beach, they're smelling fresh clam at the beach. And dude. they're allowed to get going, man. And like, maybe... You know, they're getting some fucking... Run, they're making some meters, man. I don't they're getting talk, some cheap meters. I don't want to talk out of turn here, Taylor, but hear me out, I right? do, so go. Maybe. Now, just Maybe. Maybe that moot wasn't washed properly. Mate, I will fucking guarantee you that was some fucking that was some fucking mid to northern Queensland in the sun at the beach, probably sink and piss beer moot. You're saying that there's a chance that there was some certified stank moot like I'm on saying Fraser that there's Island? a pretty like I fucking I looked up um the weather app. Yeah, and I the, the meteorologist was there, and he was, was saying high. the humidity was high, and he was saying like, you know, there's actually a a ninety seven percent chance of stinky mud oh, on Kigari. Dude, you don't want to have if there's anything above like, let's be honest, a sixty percent chance of stank mud. You want to make sure you have it two showers a day, kind of thing. Yeah, well, two showers a day should be standard, and if the humidity gets high and your mud is prone to stinking, you want to have at least three showers a day. 
Definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely for sure. So maybe he was, maybe this dingo, this DLM, maybe he was out there and he was like, dude, there's fucking some rotten fish on the beach, bro. I'm going to have to have a little investigation bite to see if this is what it's about. Yeah. And now that, now that poor uneducated bastard, they're trying to make an example out of him. Free the dingoes, bro. That's what I'm going to say. That's what fucking happened, man. And so, like, now... Because it was a group of them that attacked this recent chick. Yeah. Only one of them has been caught, and so that one has been euthanized. And they're on the fucking hunt, bro. Okay, well, let's... They're on the hunt for the fucking peaceful protesters and ski masks that are fucking destroying their own community, dude. That's where they're fucking after. Taylor, I'll say this. What? You and I both... We're both not mathematicians, nor are we scientists. No. But well, I'm a you, bit of a scientist. But if we I conduct experiments, if we conduct some scientific research here, what we can say from these two attacks is that in the Queensland sun, the Sunshine State, the sun is shining, dude. The humidity's high, and maybe the moots are smelly. Yeah, yeah. Because a significant chance you know, moot. and I know from the research that has been presented. That no dicks are trying to be eaten on Fraser Island, aka what? What's it? I'm Kigari. Re- Kigari. I apologize. I'm just getting used to the new name. Yeah, Kigari and we do Island. acknowledge the original custodians of the land on which we do this fucking sick as fuck podcast. Absolutely, absolutely, we do. Welcome, 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 bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, there's no stinky sausages up on Kigari, dude. No, there isn't. The Kigari sausages seems to be well washed. Seems like it. And it seems to me like maybe this is some hippie tourists, maybe not even Australians, that are not up to washing standards and that the stinky moot is letting off these scents. Now, we don't want to speak out of turn. As we said, we're not mathematicians. We're not scientists. We're just looking at the evidence that has been presented in front of us. And it's looking a whole lot like stinky moots are to blame, dude. Mate, it's... it's For, oh my, hey. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's almost a certainty. Almost a certainty. Almost a certainty that Stinky Mort is to blame for these dingo attacks on Kagari. You heard it here first. Not on the fucking Daily News Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Free the dingo. Free the dingo, Wash dude. Your Let's move on. As we wrap up every episode, it's uh, with a little dedication to the shit cunts that are out there in the world. And it's the Sunday Roast. The Sunday Roast. All right, young man, Taylor Coftree. Right, so the University of Vermont fires hockey coach over inappropriate text messages with students. Damn, dude. Hey, some of the... Men, some men throughout history, dude, throughout the fucking ails of time, dude, have consistently over a millennia fallen victim to the sweet, sweet baby girls, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That that alone might get you in some serious trouble down the line, my it's friend. It's college, dude. Who gives a fuck? No, okay, but you so can't be doing that if you're the coach. So this is Todd Woodcroft. I want to show you a photo of him just yeah, so you can see cunt. his face, right? He does look like... And it's so funny because, like, you can get a photo of anyone yeah, and then be like, yo, this guy did X, Y, Z, and yeah, he looks like the type of motherfucker that would do something like that. 
Just off a headshot alone, you know what I mean? Like, that guy definitely they, does look like it, though. Yeah, like there could be a headshot of us, and it's like this guy abused a McDonald's staff member for overcooking his McNuggets, and it'd be like, yeah, he does kind of look like a guy. Like you could swap that photo out with the photo of remember years ago there was that that guy that fucking um like had sex with a passed out girl behind a dumpster. Holy fuck! When was this? A few years ago, it was like a big thing. If you were like, that was the guy that did it, you'd oh, be like, you'd oh, be- yeah, for sure. Yeah, you'd believe it. Yeah, that's the He just guy. has one of those faces, ladies and gentlemen. So um, the University of Vermont has fired its men's hockey coach, Todd Woodcroft, over inappropriate text messages with a student. Oh, he's the men's coach. Yeah. Oh, this okay. Is, so then dude, disregard what I said before, no, dude. And you fucking, you're funny because you picked up, I thought the exact same thing. Yeah. And then I was like... Is this guy gay? Like, is is he sending inappropriate messages to a male oh, student? Now, let me read so this to you. It's the sweet baby bees, not the sweet baby Gs. Uh, maybe. So, Woodcroft was, revi- uh, Woodcroft was relieved of his duties effective immediately after the university conducted an internal investigation on Tuesday. According to the statement from Director of Athletics, Jeff Shulman, Woodcroft engaged in inappropriate text messages with a UVM student on multiple occasions that failed to maintain professional boundaries. The University of Vermont Athletic Department has high expectations of the conduct of our coaches and all involved with the department. The statement, which has shared on the University of Vermont Athletic website, continued after reviewing the findings of an investigation conducted by UVM's office that affirmative action and equal opportunity, that's a weird thing to say, that uh, was completed this week, it's clear that Coach Woodcroft failed to meet these expectations. No further details were released about Woodcroft's specific conduct. Right, okay. So, like... To me, like, what the fuck? Like, like, is he just sending pictures of his fucking dog? Is he, and like, who's he sending it to? Because I often feel like either way it would be highlighted what student it was, right? Yeah. Like often, like, for instance, like when like you hear of like a hot female teacher, like sucking off a 15 year old boy, it's like this teacher has had inappropriate relationships with, Male student. Mm. This kid, kid is a fucking pussy for letting it get out. Yeah, dude, this guy's fucking, but as a 15 This guy's old, dad is secretly disappointed in him. Yeah, and then it also said assistant coach Steve Wilder has been appointed the interim coach uh, for the upcoming 2023 season. Uh, earlier today, I met with the men's hockey team to inform them of my decision to introduce Steve Wilder as interim co- head coach for the 2023-2024 season. Shulman continued in his statement that the team and I have tremendous confidence in Coach Wilder's ability to successfully lead our program. He has played a major role in the recruitment and development of our current players and will step into an important role with the full support of his team and the athletic department colleagues. Fuck, that sounds like fucking shady sports talk to me, mate. Maybe What's they fucking going on? maybe they were just trying to they weren't doing fucking too well, dude. They didn't have they didn't have confidence in the head coach. Oh. And they and they maybe have gone behind and been like, mate, we've got to fire this guy for some reason. But really, they just want a fucking change of who's at the helm. And maybe professional teams need to take this route. Yeah. This is a fucking Gold Coast Sun situation, dude. This is, this is a fucking West- that was Stewie Doo. 
Stewie Jew was fucking messaging Matt Rowe inappropriate fucking messages, dude. The West Tigers. Took Miller was like, oh, whoa, whoa, Stewie, Stewie, stop sending me pictures of your fucking butthole. Yeah, dude. And we- now Stephen King's in charge. The West Tigers could learn a thing or two from this. They you fucking, know what I mean? Yeah, dude. dude. That's definitely. Maybe the head of the board was sending inappropriate text messages. Maybe Tim Sheens was showing photos of his asshole. Like, maybe that's <laughs> the best way. To just get rid of your coach, it's like, yeah, dude, the guy's a fucking creeper. He's a certified rock spider, and this is the messages that he's been sending. Yeah, hey, Fruit Bats. It's fucking Adam here from India's number one podcast, the, the Rogan Josh Experience. <laughs> Um, what, what are you, what are you cunts doing? You're making a fucking, a football team. Is it a rugby league team? Is it an AFL team? Do rugby you, league, bro. Do you, yeah, I know you both suffer from severe identity crisis. So yeah, if you could just, you know, be a bit more descriptive about what you're doing and, um, I might want to get involved. If you've got a spot on the wing, um, you should chuck me on there because I don't take hit ups and, um, I can run pretty fast when I want to, if I want to. Um, yeah, lazy spot, useless spot for a useless cunt like me. Put me on there, you dogs. Fuck off. <laughs> That's our mate Adam from the Big Send podcast, one of the OGs, one of the first podcasts I actually did. Was that one of the first you did as well? Yeah, yeah. One, oh, oh, I day, had a podcast on. with Chris Marlton and Nick Shula back in the day. Yeah, that's but right. But, like, other than that, yeah, it was. Okay, sweet. Um, Higgins, Twinkie Boy. Reckon we chuck him on the wing or what? I reckon. I reckon we need a nice, juicy little twink out there. Yeah, with n- nice little bit of eye candy. We need some. We need some representatives of the rainbow flag on the team for diversity and inclusion. Really. We absolutely do. We need. Honestly, dude, I've been saying this for a while. We need a trans person on the team. Adam fits that bill. Pff, get him on. Get him on. Sorted. All right. Sweet. On to the next. Hey boys, Jake from America. I'd like to apply for the bench position. I think there's a lot of Freddie Fittler and Taylor Cautry. They both love the grass and walk around with no shoes on. This team needs a left sign selection that makes absolutely no sense, but will somehow work. So I'd like to stick my hand up for a real King Gusso like role coming off the bench onto the field when the game is won and hitting the piss with the boys after afterwards till the wee hours. Let me know how it goes. Yeah. I like that. I like so, the self-awareness to say, look, I'm a bit of a list clogger, but I like to get my fucking hands on the pill when the game is fucking wrapped up in a nice little bow, and then I like to do fucking bags after the game. <laughs> Dude, my favorite part was he goes, it's Drake from America. Drake from America. And he goes, Taylor's got a lot of Freddie Fittler about him. Both loves the grass and walking around with no shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> and look, look, Drake, I will say this. We do need a few left field selections. Oh, we do need God. something that doesn't make sense but will somehow work. Um, and look, I do love a bit of grass and walking around with no shoes on. He does. That's the truest thing that could have been said. That's so funny, dude. I fucking hate wearing shoes. <laughs> Dude, and you love the grass. <laughs> and I love the grass. You are, are you Taylor Fitler? What's going on? I may as well be. Um, and just fuck the the wherewithal American listener, American uh, American boy. But he's just giving a shout out to fucking good old fashioned rugby league. And he goes, you know what, dude? 
everyone needs a useless cunt like King Gutho on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Where you just don't know the role that they play, but they're just on the team. Mm. And so far, this whole team has been about like picking people for specific roles, but we don't have a left field selection. Yeah, yeah. Of like fucking put need, that cunt in. We need someone for everyone else to go, how the fuck is this cunt getting a game? But they're only saying that because they're not around him and know that this guy is a fucking... Great character, dude. Genuine. Great sick. character. Genuine sick cunt. Gen- just a genuine sick cunt. Like, just the best bloke. Um. All right. So, let's let's uh, get into the next one there, bro. Okay. So, uh, just, to, just to clarify. So, we've got uh, Adam, Big Sand. He's going to take number two. Okay. Uh, Gabo's on the other wing. Yep. Drake, uh, I think we'll give him, like, maybe 17. Okay. Because that's like, that's the last position on the bench before you're getting into 18th man territory. And he's just openly said, fucking put me wherever. Yeah. I just need to be on the team. All right. Next one. Oi, you squeaky little helium breather. I'm not on your team. <laughs> you are fucking dead, you weak gutted dog. You know you need a big toddler on there fucking. I don't know. I don't care. I know I'm going to be a bench warmer. I know I am. But I'm bringing big, high impact. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to kiss you passionately afterwards. <laughs> you know you want me. You know you need me. It's a big toddler running on through, mate. Big tod dog. <laughs> Sounds gay. <laughs> Dude, I just want to play. <laughs> the big toddler. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, that is gay. But we do. Dude, we need a big fucking dude. Robin dog on the bench. <laughs> we do need a big throbbing dog on the bench. Look, he's threatening to make out. He's threatening to mack on with you, bro. Yeah, Let's dude. Give you a patch. And uh, fuck. All right. Well, uh, he's actually sent another one. Hey, mate, just a uh, brief little follow-up to my previous call about the <clears throat> gay, fruity little team that you're putting together. Look, I, I actually don't care. I don't care in the slightest about whatever weird little girty skirt orgy you're trying to orchestrate, you strange little butt-plug-shaped human. Uh, it's of zero interest to me. I care more about the result in the next Matildas match than I do about this queer endeavour. In saying that, you know I'm a cutter. You've seen my arms, you've seen my gooch, and if I'm not involved, there will be severe consequences. You will be directly responsible for my suicide. <laughs> Anyways, have a tip-top day there, Annette. Uh, Nanette, whatever your name is. Uh, love you, mate. Tony, see ya. Mate, you get an automatic Guernsey just for using the word gooch. Yeah, dude, the gooch. Love calling that. me a human butt plug, that's the most accurate representation of my body that I've ever heard. Um, and the funny thing is, like, this coincides with... Uh, with like the the killing of the self that we were talking about earlier, yeah. so he's obviously got a bit of stand up comedy vibe that's going on with him. Um, that's Toddy once again from the Big Sand. So, a couple of the boys from the Big Sand are sticking their hand up, mate. And uh, bench warmer spot, I reckon we give him the number sixteen jersey. I reckon let's do it. Get him on board. Um, make sure you follow the boy Taylor Coftry on Instagram at Taylor Coftry. Make sure you follow your boy on Instagram at Bradley Bishop with an underscore at the end. If you're listening to the pod, if you like the pod, the best way that you can make this grow is to give us a five-star rating. Share it in your stories. Share it to one of your friends. We've done the sick cunt math. If you're a sick cunt, you like sick cunts like us, share it to a sick cunt. It's fucking pretty obvious, dude. Yeah, come on. We're also going to be in Brisbane. 
Whoop. The 27th and 28th of October. So if you've got mates up there, let them know that the boys are coming to the Good Chat Comedy Club. It's going to be fucking grouse. We can't wait. Make sure you check out our sons over at the Daily Blue Bitches. Make sure you give them a lot of love and support. Make sure you call their hotline. Keep sharing the love. And don't forget to smoke weed every day. And chill oh. to the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>